Hello and welcome to Sports Talk with Mitchell Gambin on Hustler Radio. What we're going to be talking about today is three things we learned from the NBA All-Star Weekend. But before we get into that, I just thought, being the first episode, I will give a uh, quick rundown on what this format will look like. So, Sports Talk is going to be a long and short form, um, form of content. So with things like uh, the content I'm about to put out now, um, it's going to be short form where we just go through a couple of things we've learnt, whereas there's going to be other times when we sit down for an hour, two hours, three hours and just talk over certain things, certain NRL topics, NBA. We're going to try and touch on NBA, even though that's not my forte. I know I'm from Australia. Um, However, and I've been to a couple NBL games and really enjoyed them, especially this year. Uh, there's a lot of excitement to them. However, yeah, um, maybe get a few people in to talk to me about the NBL, give me a better idea of the roots of the NBL, um, how it's grown, where it was, where it is now, where it's going. Um, but yeah, that's just a quick one-minute wrap-up of what you what you can expect from this segment. So, back to the task at hand. Three things we learned from the NBA All-Star Weekend. Number one, and this is at the forefront of my mind and many NBA, both avid and casual fans, minds, is that Aaron Gordon may be the best dunker of all time who has never won a dunk championship. Um, He really should have came out of that with something. The effort he's put in in both the 2016 and now the 2020 NBA dunk contest, um, the creativity, he's definitely... I think out and out the most creative dunker we've ever seen. Um, you can go back through the tapes. I don't think we've seen anything like that. Um, not even back in the day when Dominique Wilkins was um, taking the show at the NBA All-Star Weekend. And that's a throwback before my time even. Um, two dunks that stood out to me were the last... Well, some of the last two, which was a 360 dunk where um, Aaron Gordon... Pretty much caught the ball off the side of the backboard um, and just seemed to dunk it so effortless, effortlessly, <laughs> effortless, effortlessly, my bad. Um, 360 dunk, that one was crazy. Uh, what blew me away was how simple he made it look. I really thought I could just go out to the backyard and do that, which I won't do because I'll probably end up with a dislocated foot. Um, and the other one was a dunk over a seven foot five taco fall now for people who want to put this in context go back and watch vince carter dunk over the frenchman in the 2000 olympics um and you'll get an idea that that is probably the only other time that someone has made dunking over a seven foot five individual make look so easy um I do respect Derek Jones Jr.'s dunks. He definitely, like, I think the only way that we could have settled this without ruffling too many feathers was a joint championship, but obviously someone's got to win. Um, but I think, if anything, you know, they've there could have been a split in it. I, would be, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't complain if there was, because Derek Jones Jr., that dunk over Bam Adebayo, the way he, like, we're used to seeing people jump over... Um, NBA players, tall players, cars, even with Blake Griffin. But what we're not used to is seeing it from that far. Derek Jones Jr. literally jumped over Bam Adebayo, probably about 10 foot from the rim, and um, still 
had the hops to just dunk it so seam, uh, seamlessly. So I can I can see the 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 logic behind Derek Jones Jr. winning. However, I don't um, I don't think he should have in this case. Any other year, uh, he would have been an out and out winner easily, especially versus Pat Connaughton, who had a good crack um, first time in the dunk contest. But I think he's more of an in game dunker. And then, obviously, Dwight Howard. I think that was just for nostalgic sense. And he made a really good tribute to Kobe Bryant with the 24 and the Superman um, emblem, which I really enjoyed. However, yeah, I don't think he ever stood a chance to actually win the contest. Aaron Gordon should have won. Now on to the next one. The new All-Star Game format is perfect. I love it. That last quarter had me on the edge of my seat. I was watching that and... I had in my heart that Team LeBron were going to win easily, and I loved to see the competitive fire from both sides. I loved to see how close it was. I loved to see them fighting over fouls, arguing with the ref, you know, um, chasing the loose balls. Kawhi Leonard with that steal that he made it look like Joel Embiid was just a kid, like he just literally ripped it from him so so easily. And I just love that effort seeing it in an All Star game because these are the best people. Uh, best players in the in in a arena, um, we're we're able to watch them once a year versus each other, and I think making it more competitive is better for everyone. Even though the first three quarters were a bit of fun, um, you had a bit of bit of uh, bit of competitive fire, but nothing compared to that fourth quarter. That fourth quarter really brought alive and re rejuvenated the All Star game. Um, one thing we need to change. I don't like the way how it ended on a free throw. It just seems anticlimactic for the way that that last quarter went. There was so much uh, effort put into not allowing any player um, to score. A lot of the points for Team Giannis, at least early on in that fourth quarter, were from fouls. Um, but it does it does suck. I really do think Kyle Lowry, you know, that was a foul. But I think there should be like there should be an inbound inbound play, you know. Fouls are never gonna you can't take fouls out completely, and we don't want to turn into a game that's not basketball. But what I do want to see is I do want to see my my fix for that is make it a jump shot or an alley oop. I would like to see a three, but then I think it would just get too easy to defend. Um, players would be expecting the three, um, but. In the same token, it could get a bit creative on the offensive end, trying to open up a player for a three-point shot. It would be exciting to see the best players um, trying to hit a three, just like we do down at the park when you've got to win a game against randoms or friends, um, hitting a three-point shot to finish it off. But if if they change that one thing for next year, I think we're going to get the perfect all-star format. Even if every NBA fan can live with the first three quarters being just a, a bit of fun, um and a you know just to watch the best players have a bit of fun and and get creative but that last quarter that needs to stay the way for that way forever and i love how it in in turn it is a tribute to kobe bryant because he wouldn't want it any other way that is as competitive as it gets in kobe bryant i don't think you ever seen him muck around in an all-star game even when other players were you know messing about i think kobe bryant was always about always about um competing and and respecting that all-star mention and i think that format personifies that and it's a great way to tribute him and good on Kawhi leonard uh which goes segues to my next point 
he may be the best player in the league. Obviously, this is an all-star game. We don't want to take too much from it. Um, but just compiling the data from the last two years since he's got gotten back from that um, horrific quad injury that's seen him and the San Antonio Spurs break up, um, that Toronto Raptors season, that was another level. Like We haven't seen a player really will a team since LeBron 2015-16 took over the Warriors. So... Like that was crazy. Um, even you can you can pretty much add like Kyrie Irving to that LeBron surge. Kawhi didn't have a Kyrie Irving. His second best player on that team was Kyle Lowry, um, who it, last year would even say so himself was fading a bit in and out. Um, Fred Van Fleet, Pascal Siakam, who wasn't this year. If he was like he was this year when Kawhi was there. Uh, I think they would have won it a lot easier. But he was an emerging star last year when Kawhi was there. Um, so it just goes to show Kawhi really lifted the lifted the play of the Toronto Raptors and got a team that had never even been to the NBA Finals to get them there and to get them the win. Um, shows how good he is and how clutch he is in those moments. Um, yeah, and then just this year, this year at the Clippers, he's just been so great. Uh, I know he's sat out a few games, and that's that's um, been at the detriment f- to him. For a, a lot of uh, ex players, current players, uh, having their opinion known on load management, but with Kawhi, if if we don't want to lose him for another season, that season without him, I think we didn't appreciate until he came back. Like having him in the league. He's great content because he's just so funny the way he goes about his business, the way he's um, so bluntly honest, um, just the way he's just so relatable, like he's so awkward the way he moves and he's just, he's, he's great entertainment for the league but more than that he's an an extra pillar to the entertainment of and the competitive fire to those games, especially once we're talking playoff time. Um, Kawhi Leonard overall he could be the best player I still think LeBron has it a bit but Kawhi Leonard's coming for him Um, especially he's still quite young in comparison to say your LeBron's and even Steph Curry to a sense I think they've got about three four years between them Um, so yeah if if he's not the best player right now I think he's coming for it especially once we see LeBron start to decline which is probably not going to happen anytime soon that guy's looking like a monster and all that um, all that preseason and all season that the way he looks after his body LeBron um, has has allowed for this longevity but Kawhi Leonard I think he's coming for the best player in the league if not there yet and it's going to be exciting to see him um, develop into that player because he's already one of the greatest we've seen um, probably in the top 20 and I think he's got a case if he handles the next four to four to eight years the way we expect superstars and Great, uh, greatest of all time players to do so he could work his way up easily so that's what I learned and I'm, I'm sure you learned too because there were some pretty contentious topics um, ones that have been circulating around after this All-Star Weekend and throughout this All-Star Weekend uh, let me know what you think um, and also let me know what you think about this format and ways we should go about it we're always open to ideas here at Hustler um, and I can't wait to to bring more content to the airways so peace